Spags, we delayed gratification on Monday. We held off to do our first BBM3 draft together, but today is the day we pulled the trigger. Yeah, there's $10 million in prizes and stake in Best Ball Mania 3 over an underdog, so we're going to live draft our first one together for this post-NFL draft world on this very show. So let's hit that intro and get right to it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Splash Play, the fantasy football podcast for every game under the sun. And once again, I'm Chris Spaggs, joined by your friend and mine, Pete Overzet. Pete, how are you doing? And the important question, how many uh, drafts have you done so far this week? I, I've actually shown a decent amount of restraint. Um, I did one on Best Ball Breakfast Live. I did a Stairmaster draft on Wednesday. Those were the only two live drafts. And then I hopped in two slow drafts as well. Uh, just getting that slow draft itch. Um, I really am trying to, I want to blast off so hard, but I also really want the schedule out. Um, it's a big part of how I like to think about the playoff week. So we're getting that on Thursday, uh, May 12th. And I think once, uh, once I get that, then I'll be ready to, to go full blast off. I've already done five drafts, Pete, <laughs> this week, five, all, all live or some slow. All live. No, no. I, you know I hate slow drafts. I do not have the attention span to keep up with that. I do not like getting pick alerts overnight. Uh, so, no, these are things that are not native to me. But, yeah, I've been doing some fast drafts. Really just complete addict mode where I'm just doing them just for the sake of doing them. And what are – have you had any uh, revelations? Do you have any players that you're massively overweight on already? What's What's been the theme? Um, I'll have to look at my my app after this to dig into that a little bit more because uh, I one thing I will say, Pete, is I have not backed down off of my Drew Locke takes. I will say this week, I know there was some news items floating around out there. Pete Carroll said that Drew Locke would be the 2022 QB1 off the board that. in the NFL draft. If that's not giving you some faith in that Seattle Seahawks stack, I don't know what will. Yeah, uh, you got, I mean, is there one man in the NFL that we can trust less than, than Pete Carroll? Like, good God. I know for a while it was Bruce Arians, you know, spouted a bunch of bullshit, but God, Pete Carroll. Uh, you, I mean, if you are going to go into the season with Drew Locke as your quarterback, like you do have to just look into the camera and boldface lie and tell everyone, no, we think he could be a top five quarterback in this league because otherwise the whole facade comes crashing down. So he's legally obligated obligated to say that or you could come on uh you know let's say a stream of some sort decently followed stream perhaps and defend to the death that drew Locke is the bootleg josh allen that the nfl has been waiting for and i think they're combing shaking all these trees the desmond ritters of the world and drew Locke's had to come in pete a few years of experience under his belt but still fairly young he's going to do all those things that all the nfl gms are dying for right now yeah, I mean, it maybe like if the narrative, I guess if I was doing PR for Pete Carroll and how he's handled this quarterback situation, like him trying to tell us that Drew Locke is hashtag actually good, I just don't think is going to work. If anything, I think Pete Carroll should fashion himself as like this QB whisperer. And he could say, you know, Russell Wilson was this untamed stallion that he couldn't get under control, but Drew Locke is going to be his personal project. He is going to take the rough edges and mold him into Steve Young, into a young Josh Allen. I think that's the narrative that I could maybe, just maybe start to buy a little more. 
And I will spin that narrative here on this show every single week. So make sure you are subscribed, whether you're watching on Peach Channel or the Splash Play Channel. We're putting out content on both right now. So make sure you are following along there, as well as following at Splash Play Pod. I'm following back everybody on there, as always, because uh, that's the way we show a little love back to you for giving us a little love on the back end on social media. But check it out. Instagram Reels always coming out right after the show. Uh, we put out one, at least one clip from the show every single time that we put uh, the episode itself out there on social media. So go check it out at Splash Play Pod on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok. TikTok, same handle at Splash Play Pod. And of course, go check out Football Outsiders. I, I, Pete, I don't think you and I are uh, wrapping our heads around the USFL the way that we should, but at Football <laughs> Outsiders, they're previewing it game by game previews from Brian Knowles over on the site. So go check it out. I saw some tweets coming from people, and I couldn't will myself to get up for the USFL slate because you know what it starts tonight, Pete? What? Oh, 10 p.m., right? Yeah, 10 p.m. start time for the USFL. What are they doing? I, I have no idea. Oh, and didn't we mention they uh, Mike Pereira had his little Twitter video about the new rule change they're going to do. I think it was in the first and third quarters. The clock is going to continue to run even after uh, an incomplete pass. And this goes back to the whole thing. Like the networks are saying what you guys are making us show this entire game. The ratings are down. It's taking up large chunks of programming. It goes back to my take. I say on this show every goddamn week, they should have had all the games at the same time, make it a red zone product. Uh, product and and try to get the best out of it that there's no demand for four of these island games a weekend right now yeah i mean i think there's again the football outsiders article this week from brian Knowles i thought did a good job kind of uh pointing out the the balance that's being struck there with this being a network driven league and how that's as a result the networks are driving a lot of things that maybe in a way that's antithetical to the football product itself that running clock that pete's talking about certainly going to drive down some of the passing yardage in games also going to make the games move a little faster in the way that's friendly for networks theoretically friendly for the fans out there but not so friendly for the fantasy production quality of game just accumulating stats where you already have teams pass for 100 yards in a game like the Michigan Panthers that's going to be the case even more uh, with that running clock but it's ugly and, and I know people will win money out there I know there's a lot of great information out there four for four I know after this we'll be doing a video uh, with John Daigle and Justin Freeman so keep checking those things out if you want to play the irony Pete is I feel like the edge for the USFL is probably higher than ever right now and I just I just can't will myself to do a 10 p.m. slate that I really have no no skin into the game and even, even fucking Brian Scott's hurt like everything that was I liked about the USFL is now completely gone away yeah, it's it's rough. I, I I'm really having a hard time mustering uh, enthusiasm uh, for it right now, and it's just like best ball is just it swallows up everything. We were talking on uh, on ship chasing on Wednesday. We carved out one night to do dynasty because Karain was like. Can we just have one week to do dynasty stuff? Talk about these rookies. Um, and best ball is just a, an unstoppable force. Although that reminds me, Spag, we should real quick before we hop in this draft, talk about our ongoing dynasty league we have with the ship chasing crew. There was uh, four, and I think we're going to get a fifth league started over there. Spags uh, is in my division. How, how are you feeling about this draft through what? We're through like five rounds right now? So we are through five rounds right now. I'm not sure. I don't honestly, I don't even know my sleeper login, so I can't pull it up on the screen. I got but I, it. I'd be curious yeah, if you have it on there. I'm curious if people think about my draft because I think I'm drafting well, but I have no read because it's obviously a very sharp room. It's a dynasty startup. People are making trades and all of that. My main thing, and I'm on the clock right now and actually we'll make this pick over the course of this episode, Pete. I feel like if I'm getting Jonathan Taylor, if I'm getting Cooper Cup and I'm getting some young QBs, and also a young receiver in Garrett Wilson. I feel like I've drafted well, but because of this room, I feel like am I doing something completely stupid? And that's where that's where I'm not getting any joy out of this already. 
yeah so for people the the settings in this this is obviously dynasty um it's also super flex it's also tight in premium and this is a ship chasing room so the the young uh wide receivers have been flying off the shelves i i, I like your i like your draft so far um your your team i think is despite having the younger qbs like when you take taylor at that spot and when you take cup to me you're like you're looking at winning now winning immediately. And so I think you are positioned. I'm kind of trying to middle it a little with my build. I started with Allen Diggs. Hawkinson did end up, there was just a huge QB run there. You took Mac Jones, then Cousins goes. I had Pickett as kind of like the last quarterback in this next tier. And then it really started to fall off there. So all of us rushing to at least have two viable quarterbacks, but I, I like your build. Um, I like your build so far. You know, it can get shaky in a win now build to have Justin Fields as your QB one. Like, I think Mac Jones is probably pretty safe as your QB two, but if Fields, um, if they don't really give him a chance this year, you could really see his his value both for this year and long-term dynasty kind of tank. So when I look at your team right now, it's like it comes down to how is Justin Fields going to perform this year? Yeah, and I didn't take the megastar QB up top, which is part of why I took the, I actually won our little bracket tournament we had uh, to get the pick selections. And I chose the three spot because I wanted to see how the people would draft in front of me and still didn't follow their lead at all and went Jonathan Taylor instead. But I feel like anytime you can get two of the top draft picks heading into a dynasty startup league, I am trying to win now. I will fully go with that. And uh, getting some holes poked in the chat as well. OXD saying Wilson over Burks. My thought was I was going to be able to get Garrett Wilson and Zach Wilson together and pair them up. Unfortunately, Zach Wilson went a little bit early. So then I pivoted over to Mac Jones. But I, I, I like Garrett Wilson. I know people are big on Burks and probably value-wise I could have gone that way. But um, I think a fair critique, Pete, but one, if you think about my meta strategy, like the meta strategy was very sound. Yes, uh, always we always have the meta strategy to fall back on. But hang on, what, what you need, you're on the clock. What, what's yes. the pick going to be? Uh, I mean, so I guess if there's any trades, I know we have people watching right now that want to offer a trade. People are very bullish on trades in this league. As you can see, some picks have been moving around. I'm open to that. I'm also curious who the chat would take. If you could see the queue <laughs> on the screen right now, some of the available players. Um, I have a queue built up of three receivers and a tight end. Um, one of my potential Justin Fields young receiver stacks, I think might be gone by the time I come back around. So that's a thought for me. Amon Ross St. Brown, perhaps on my queue, Pete, uh, Christian, uh, a little Watson USC homerism there. That's that's on brand. <laughs> no, I just he's a best available player, young guy. I, I'm just curious to hear uh, what people would do. And I feel like the wisdom of the crowds, Pete, is something we always believe in here because markets are always going to be sharper than an individual. Uh, FF doom is asking the buy-in for this. What was it? This is a 50 or hundred dollar league. I think it was a hundred. I, I don't honestly, I, I think I owe somebody money still. Cause I, don't I think, know. I think you owe me actually. <laughs> Cause I think I've spread it for you. Um, whatever. Yes. Um, yeah. So yeah. What, what are you going to go? Because I feel like with a win now build, you can make justifications for a lot of, a lot of different positions, like in a win now build in tight end premium. I mean, Darren Waller, uh, makes a ton of sense. Um, the young hmm. wide receivers look good. I mean, Keenan Allen's another like pushing your chips all the way in kind of guy. Um, what are you going to do? Oh, apparently it's $50. So good. So you didn't fleece me out of that extra 50 Pete that I apparently owe you. Good. <laughs> um, all right. So people saying in the chat, people want me to take Julian Edelman. People want me to take sky more. I refuse to take sky more. just out of principle more than anything. Yeah, you shouldn't. I mean, just let's keep our brands nice and separated. 
Um, all right, I guess, I mean, uh, let's see. I think we have a, an offer for free. a trade here uh, from Kevin Tompkins, who's offering his 2038 to 2044 first-round picks. Um, I don't know if I could punt the future quite that much, Pete. Um, I mean, it is it is tantalizing. I mean, you told me that y- your goal is to win BBM3 on our joint team and then run off to Mexico. So <laughs> you just trading away all of your picks for when you're in Mexico and just getting the cash now seems right up your alley. That is a good move. All right. I think I have my pick in mind here. People saying Waller, Waller, uh, man, I don't know if I, I don't know if I want to waste that capital on Waller. Cause I think maybe there's a younger tight end I can get a little bit later. I'm going to go Pete. And I guess you could see the, the pick pop up on the screen right now. Here's a little surprise. I've hit the draft button. That is immediate. That was like one, one millisecond after I hit wow. the button. Spags just realizing how the internet works right now here live in real time. <laughs> I would have thought there's like a little bit of a cast delay that it would be the second that it appears on your screen. Um, congratulations, you Homer here. Uh, only it's only a bummer that you didn't uh, you weren't able to get Drake London uh, to get both London and Amon Ross St. Brown on this team. I would have liked to have gotten some young Atlanta players. Unfortunately, my board did not work out that way. But yeah, Drake London went the pick before Garrett Wilson, which is why I went Garrett Wilson's way. Either way, we'll keep you guys updated on that league as it goes. Some heavy hitters in there. Pete, myself, Andrew from over on Underdog. Uh, Sam Sherman's in there. I know we got, uh, is, is Rico in that one? Rico's in one of them. He's not, might not. Yeah, there's there's four different, and there's now going to be a fifth league. Um, yeah, there's some, there's some heavy hitters uh, across these. All right, so let's do the underdog draft. Of course, we are going to Best Ball Mania 3. So, guys, hit the like button if you can. We're doing this on my paltry account, not the thousands of dollars I play normally on Pete's account. It is, in fact, just me uh, with my very middling NBA best ball winning slash turnover points. Wow. And I've also told- $12. How poor. I have to deposit again, Pete. I'm not going to lie. That's that's something that's got to occur, and we'll, we'll have to sort out what the cost is for you know tax write-offs for the show. How does that all work? You know, uh, I'll be every week. uh, Daddy will slide into your Venmo with a little uh, 1250 allowance covering uh, my portion of these teams here. Oh, influencer 102 for us, Spags. Oh, there we go. They must know we're doing this on a on a stream here. It's my first draft actually streaming the results here. And I honestly need to look up what my exposures are so far because I've been drafting these in a haze. I, I like binged, I think, three drafts in a row on Tuesday or something like that. So I have no idea at all what I'm doing. Well, I'm here to get you back on the straight and narrow. I did one of these on the Stairmaster on Wednesday, felt pretty dialed in here. So I'm ready. I'm ready to shepherd us. All right. I'm going to also see if I can maybe grow the window. Look at, look at Spags figuring out how to go. Now stretch it. We got, we got more uh, vertical room to work with here. Do we? I don't have any more vertical room. Spags. This is my entire screen. Are you on a Blackberry right now? Come on, stretch it. (laughs) I'm on a PC laptop, my streaming laptop that I never do anything on. This is as much, oh, this is a disaster. This is as big as you can make it because you're also going to have to toggle back and forth from the grid and we're on the clock. You are wholly unprepared for this. <sighs> all right, all right, all right. I'm going to try to figure this. This will be another wrinkle to the draft itself. Our first Best Ball Mania 3 draft. We're on the clock, 19 seconds. And Pete, I've already given my cosign to Cooper Cup. I feel like I'd be a fool to not take him here at the 102. I'm fine with Cooper Cup. I've been taking Cup and Chase and Jefferson all in this range. Good with Cup. All right, so there we go. So there's Cooper Cup. Uh, let's see where this this grid is. See, it's also not scrolling for me. That's really the big issue I'm having. Wow, this is such a tough scene here. Let's see. Here's the grid. Okay. Okay, we got the grid. See, the, now I don't know how to make this the grid is bigger. That okay. This is this is the point. You have to adjust the browser. 
Oh, so I have to click out to another window so everybody can see. No, no, no. Thing. You don't have to click out to another window. All we need to do is use some of this valuable real estate up above and down below. Hmm. Well, you know what, Pete? This is turning into a difficult situation for me. I mean, Spags, I thought I showed you how this would work. You showed me nothing. Spags, you know okay, that. I'm going to show you for all the people watching at home. Okay, I drag the browser and it goes like this. I drag the browser... And it goes like this. I can't even see what you're doing. <laughs> because I'm dragging the browser and changing the heights. And then you can go full screen like this and get max real estate. All right. Hold on, Pete. Stop bullying me. <laughs> All right. Drag I, the I, do browser. Not, I can't imagine getting on TeamViewer on Spags' uh, computer and seeing the perverted. Here, no, don't, no, don't zoom in. We're not zooming in. That actually accomplishes the opposite of what we're trying to do, which is show more of the screen. What if we zoom out? I mean, now no one can see anything. What does the zoom out look on the grid? <laughs> well, it's funny, the grid? You can tell that I've been coddled as a content creator that I haven't produced anything in a very long time. <laughs> I know. This is at what is your title at Football Outsiders? I'm a VP of content, Pete. A VP of content. <laughs> Why don't you take off your suit jacket, come down from your ivory tower, and learn how to adjust a fucking browser window, Chris? <laughs> Uh, all right. What if I, what if I make it smaller? Uh, why is it so hard for you to, do you know how to adjust the browser size window? I, I, it's about, this is the full screen version of it right now. That's up that we can see currently. Go to the grid. Okay. I'll go to the grid. Go into the grid. Okay. I'm on the grid. I can't, I mean, I'm going to go full screen on my fucking wide ass monitor. <laughs> I don't people saying I need to give you my password. Look, Pete made this choice for himself and for this show. I mean, I would, this is, we're going to have to figure this out because this is just absolutely insane. I am. I'm honestly, it's, it's really not intuitive to me on this laptop. I, it's not also on my MacBook, like my MacBooks over here. So there's a lot of things here, Pete, that are coming together. To I, make this specs, I'm not even kidding. Text me your, text me your login. Oh, I don't, I don't know. What are you worried I'm going to run away with your $112? Underdog influencer hacks into Chris Spaggs' account, bleeds him dry on. No, it's more that I don't know the password offhand. Oh my God. <laughs> Hold on. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Really making me feel like a boomer on this show. I'll tell you what. You have done a, a great job of making yourself look like a boomer without me. <laughs> Uh, you know, look, I just come on the shows. I bring in a great attitude. I bring in positive vibes. That's what I do, Pete. I don't I don't worry about the production parts. That you, you spend all your time making these TikTok videos. You're scrolling, trying to find the trendy songs to pair with shots of Luca. And then you're actually a stone cold boomer in reality. All right, fine. You can fucking use my password. Now Pete has access to all my data and he's going to rob me blind and go to Mexico. Uh, all right, I let me log out of my account. Well, we gotta wait till this pick is in, right? I mean, this password is ridiculous, by the way. <laughs> well, don't tell him. You know, don't. I'm him. not. It's just. It's very spagsian. <laughs> there was there was a situation, perhaps, where my password got hacked, and I had to re come up with one on the fly. Twenty six seconds on the clock, Pete. Um, all right, who, who's available? Uh, let's take. Uh, should, what are the should, go, go to the wide receivers? Okay, I just want to say that's fine putting Javante in the queue. 
I, I feel like the wide receiver value has been kind of steamed out here. So we'll take a young running back who leverages against Melvin Gordon. We'll take Javante Williams. Um, by the way, you need to approve in your email this login from a suspicious location. All right, hold on. Fucking suspicious-ass Pete. <laughs> Getting me hacked. Oh, Andre. from who's, I don't know this Andre character, but okay. Uh, all right, now if I've been hacked, I want everybody to know that this is I'm where in. it all started. I'm in. We're done. Finally, someone who could actually do this. All right, oh, I guess I'll stop maybe. sharing then. I can't wait. Oh, weird. Weird how we're just using the uh, the full screen here, isn't it, Spags? I look. If you could tell me how that happened, <laughs> I'd be curious to know. Our long national nightmare is finally. Oh, and this means I get to control the picks. This is the best. Ugh. All right. Um, well, so we need to take I a would, pick here. I would say like uh, wide receivers are flying. I, I would say Waddle. <sighs> Let's go Metcalf. Are you serious? You're you're Metcalf over Waddle. Yeah. All right. I don't think there's going to be enough volume with Tyreek Hill there. I just realized I fell for your trap to get Drew Locke later. How did I fall for that? <laughs> it's almost like we're drafted on my account now, hey, big boy. Hang on. I want to see your exposures to Drew Locke right now. I'm going in. I'm oh, going feels, in, baby. This feels very vulnerable. Oh, my God. 40% <laughs> Drew Locke. 40% Marcus Mariota. Have you drafted a single good quarterback? Um, I mean, you got Marcus Mariota, you got Derek Carr, who just was making forty million dollars a year. He must be good. I got to see what I'm getting myself into. Isaiah Spiller, Madison. All right, nice little zero RB portfolio here. Um, Joshua Palmer in eighty percent of drafts. This man cannot quit. Joshua Palmer. All it takes is one injury to Keenan Allen or Mike Williams. Pete. <laughs> Noah Fant just ripping this Drew Lock double stack everywhere. <laughs> God. I think I've got a, a couple five-man CIs. <laughs> oh, gee. <laughs> the people want to know when you're drafting. Like, you know, if, if people want to follow me at Chris Spags, I'll start to promote when I'm about to hop into a draft, I guess, and people can <laughs> take advantage of me. Um, this is a good time to remind everyone, if you missed it, I did release uh, a best ball strategy video <laughs> on my other channel uh, the other day, the Deposit Kingdom YouTube channel. I linked down to it below. Talk about... Anchor running back, zero running back, hyper fragile uh, with a lot of good data from the 2021 BBM2. I think you guys would enjoy it if you're enjoying this stream. I also think that people who are saying thanks, Tube Sox saying thanks for donating, uh, people wanted to get into the draft. I think they don't realize that, you know, sometimes you got to take contrarian takes, Pete, and that's really what it's about. It's what's going to win. Ask all the big winners, Liam, Dricko. I feel like all these guys out there, you know, it's all about being contrarian. Here's my impersonation of doing a stream with Spags. All I right, everybody, let's <laughs> you got a fun draft here today. Hope you guys are all not. If you're listening to the audio version, be sure to tune into YouTube so you can see the draft board while we draft. It's an awesome experience <laughs> for everyone. Seriously, if you're only listening to Splash Play on audio, you are missing out. <laughs> I mean, the logo looks great. My balance there of $112 looks great. <laughs> It's gonna be funny when my my balance is actually gonna go up because it'd be me depositing over and over again every time we do these shows. <laughs> oh God. Um anyway, I think we're building a good team, Pete. You know, it is. I feel like 
I, now that I went full, I am the captain now of your account. I did, I did like, I felt like it was a bridge too far to bully Waddle over Metcalf there. I felt like I had to give it all a branch back to you. Look, I'm not a believer in Waddle. I am a believer in Drew Locke. And that's, you know, these are two takes, Pete, that I'm willing to die in the hill of in 2022. Please clip that. Please clip that. I'm not a believer in Waddle. I'm a believer in Drew Locke. There's no way that that take ages gracefully. What if it ages well, like all the takes I bring to ship chasing every time where I'm being mocked and, you know, granted on this show, there's a lot more airway to fill, a lot more, <laughs> a lot more time to, to get incorrect takes out. But I would say that uh, my hit rate speaks for itself. No one, no one questioned your takes on, on ship chasing anymore. You've proven yourself here though. I mean, it's a dumpster fire. Anyway, I feel like we're building a good team here. We're setting up nicely to get Drew Locke. I mean, you're Drew Locke 19th round sometimes, 18th round. Like, what are you doing there, Drew Locke? He's got to be drafted, I'd say. Well, if you're getting Drew Locke in the 19th round, you're not drafting in BBM3 because there's only 18 <laughs> Yeah, I meant to say 18th. But, <laughs> hey, look, they went back down. All right, we got we got back on the clock here. Um, hmm. I think we're definitely running back or wide receiver. Don't like the QB tight end spots here. Um I would, in this room, I would still continue to prefer to grab wide receivers, even if we're having to reach. I, like, I say we just grab Terry Scary. Okay. I, I mean, I don't love it, but I'll take it. I just feel like we're going to get we're gonna get left behind in this room. We we also, speaking of uh, Terry McLaurin, we did, in fact, if you put out, uh, if you were following us on that Splash Play pod, uh, you can see the clip we put out about Sam Howell, of course, his resemblance to a Barcel intern. Uh, we hired a marketing intern this week, Pete, and the first thing he did was like, oh, I saw your guys' clip about that. It'd be funny if we made put him in like a, a Dave Portnoy one-bite review, and I'm like, we don't need to go poking beehives. <laughs> That's going to be a no for me, dog. Yeah. Um, so, Spags, real quick here, I still don't, I don't like the tight ends uh, mm -hmm. available right here. Um, I do think we can consider elite quarterback if we wanted to um, go with a, a Burrow or a Kyler. Um, otherwise, the other guy, oh, he goes Kyler. I, I think we could grab Brees Hall. I think Brees Hall is going to go two rounds earlier by the end of the summer. Well, as we saw, I have a lot of Michael Carter exposure, so I think we could take Brees Hall here to leverage against that. <laughs> Spags, five drafts into BBF3, already ready to hedge against his biggest position. Well, I, I was reading, I think actually we had a, an article on Football Outsiders about players whose projections have changed the most. And, and Michael Carter is one that our, our guy, Scott Spratt, had had dinged the most. And um, I didn't realize he was five foot eight. Like he plays like he's five eleven. Who's who's five eight? Michael Carter. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's diminutive in a way that I just didn't know. He's like big, but he's he's small. He's a bit All of right. a chode, I guess you could say. Wow. Yeah. Um, hashtag uh, short kings out there. <laughs> Yeah, five eight and uh oh, we don't have his weight. Gotta be two twenty five. Oh, two oh one. Five eight two oh one. That is an interesting build. This this draft is wild. Uh FF Doom, who took Josh Allen in the second, thought for sure he was gonna be able to get his uh Gabe Davis stack in the fifth. And GA said, No, 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 no. I'm taking him in the fourth. That, I mean, just trust me, it, as much as Terry McLaurin is gross, like Pat's analogy for these ship chasing drafts, it's uh it's an avalanche and you gotta ski out in front of it. Yeah, I think it's a reasonable one. And I like that we got Brees Hall. Like, I, we probably are going a little too heavy at running back early, but based on the room, we kind of adapted to where people are going. So I'm comfortable with the picks we've made. Yeah, we will see. Yeah, nice little running back run here. Finally, Akers, Zeke, Montgomery, and ETN off the board there. Best ball moderate in the chat saying, no need to panic with Eskridge sitting there late. Look, you know, when you're getting the Seattle stack, you got to get different configurations. It's not always going to be Lockett and Metcalf with a weapon like Drew Lockett quarterback. 
Shout out to Chris G, a high volume underdog drafter, unable to draft in the country of Panama. He's itching to get in the mix, living vicariously through us. Logan wants to know, Spags, where can he watch your streams? This question, the implication to me is like, is there any way I can get Spags without Pete? That's kind of what I'm hearing here. <laughs> and Logan already rising through my power rankings in terms of YouTube <laughs> chatters. Um, I am not streaming these anywhere. I just, you know, I do my day job of focus on the content there and I do this show. So right now, Splash Play is the exclusive home of my best ball drafts along with uh, me being stoned, making some bad choices. <laughs> <laughs> Are you stoned right now? Uh, no, no, unfortunately not. <laughs> Have you ever done a Splash Play show stoned? I've done a lot of content with at least some, I wouldn't say stoned, like stoned, like when you spoke enough weed, like stoned is like, oh, there's an appreciation in like yeah. who you are in your general constitution. So no, not stoned. Yes. With weed in my system. Absolutely. I I've only had PEDs on this show once. And that was when I did the pizza contest. Yeah. I needed it. And boy, did it aid me in a wonderful way. You did crush that pizza. Are we doing a redo of the pizza eating cost? <laughs> I mean, if you want to get buried again, I would love to have an excuse to toke up at 1.30 in the afternoon. <laughs> With also me eating a smaller pizza than you. And then you <laughs> yeah, you had the Kenny Pickett hands of pizzas. <laughs> yeah, for Kenny Pickett, that would be an extra large pie. <laughs> um, okay. We are uh, about to be up here again. I have a guy that I'm going to pound the table for. I actually like this pocket, though, where we're at. Okay. Uh, who are you going to pound the table for? Well, I, I mean, I need to let Dobby go. So I, I do think we should get Hawkinson. I, I think Hawkinson is being slightly undervalued here. I like what he allows us to do from an elite tight end perspective. And then I like a lot of these wide receivers. So my thought would be to go Hawkinson and then get a wide receiver at seven two. Okay. I mean, look, I think we've taken a good amount of receivers. You could talk me into Drake London here, but Hawkinson, I know Pete took him in our dynasty league. So he's planting his seeds everywhere he can with TJ Hawkinson. And, and that emotionally leverages against my Amon Ross St. Brown. So I feel like I'm winning on all sides. Or, or we take Amon Ra and, uh, and then we Go set Jared up the, the Jared Goff stack, which I mean, if you love Drew Locke stacks, can I introduce you to the better version of that, which is Jared Goff stacks. So we did have some, uh, so I've told on the show, I'll talk about it in the past, like on Football Outsiders, we're having some of our data guys dig into the best ball mania data and try to find some angles that might be helpful. There's a lot of content creators out there are doing on Rotoviz, other sites, but just want to kind of have our guys bring fresh eyes to it. And one of the things that they found is like the best way to win in best ball mania is to have a QB that substantially overperforms based on their, um, where they're slotted in ADP. And I think, you know, with where Jared Goff and Drew Locke are slotted, Pete, they can easily overperform. I, I, I mean, I'm way more in on uh, Jared Goff because I do think, hang on, let's make this pick here. Um, I'm good with Amon Ra or Drake London. USC boys on brand for you. Who do you want? Let's just do Amon Ra. Why not? Why not? Everything Amon Ra today. Um, well, what I was going to say, I mean, we the, the difference between the Drew Locke stuff and the Jared Goff stuff is macro offensive philosophy. Pete Carroll wants to run the ball 59 times a game. And the Lions are actually willing to pass. They continue to beef up their passing game. They traded up for Jamison Williams. DeAndre Swift is a good uh, up-tempo back. Like, to me, they're, they're telling us how they want to run this offense. Whether Jared Goff is up to the task, that's fair to debate. But at least we know this team is going to be willing to throw the ball, um, whereas we cannot say that about the Seahawks. 
I think that's a reasonable take. I do think Seattle is restocking the passing offense in the hopes that they can see, you know, like a lot of these teams are, we talked about on Monday show where the kind of philosophy is to give these QBs enough weapons and then grade them based on that. You know, and I think that's where Seattle is, where you do have lockets. People are pointing out, we didn't take him. We do have Metcalf. You do have Noah Fant. Like you have weapons. They drafted guys too, in addition to Eskridge and the draft capital they spent on him last year. So like Seattle is going to find out if Drew Locke is the guy or not. It's just a matter of what do you believe in? And, I, I would believe more in Jared Goff, though, based on what we saw last year. Like, 60 passing attempts in a game is no joke. I don't think we've ever seen that from Drew Locke and probably never will. Well, you said Seattle's going to find out who Drew Locke is. Do, are you do you, are you ready for a spoiler, or do you want to earbuff the spoiler alert? Spoiler alerts, he's awful. I, I Look, I think this is one of these things where it's a matter of the opportunity and giving him the runway to succeed and you know giving him some tools to do so, and I think he's going to have those in Seattle. And fresh start, Pete. You know, I, I believe a lot in giving people second chances in life. I just, everything just all comes back to your USC Homer bias. It's like, you still have this glow around you when you speak about Pete Carroll, you know, like it, it has been so long since he's done anything good. The only thing he does is go raw, raw in the locker room and like chews his gum very hard. I mean, what else has this guy done? He, I mean, he's one big at USC. Let's not forget that. That's, that's my entire point. He hasn't done anything since then. He won a Super Bowl. <sighs> fine he was he won a super bowl he's in other super bowls I, I think you know look at a certain point you can only bang your head against the wall for so long before you have to maybe consider a change in approach and i think it's possible that you know russell wilson forcing his way out of town maybe Pete carroll then throws the ball more just out of spite there's a lot of ways here that drew lock can benefit and people also pointing out too that uh drew lock had the weapons last year in denver he also had teddy bridgewater they brought in to supplant him and put some pressure on him and uh clearly that didn't work out so he just needs to be loved and embraced if your case for Drew Locke is that he got beat out by Teddy Bridgewater, I mean, just burn the takedown and start over. Well, because Teddy Bridgewater is like minimum level competency, whereas Drew Locke is like upside. So what do you choose? We saw with Kenny Pickett that the NFL teams tend to choose like that that floor play. I think Drew Locke is a ceiling play, and I'm going for the ceiling here, Pete. This is best ball mania. It's not best ball conservative bunt. Um, I'm going to put, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to put out a $25 bounty today for whoever takes Drew Locke. Um, if you take Drew Locke, I will Venmo or PayPal you immediately after the show, $25. Anything to keep him off my roster. And you I, you can take my word for it, $25. You will free roll this draft, the first person who takes Drew Locke. But but it's not even on your roster, Pete. These are my Drew Locke exposures. I'm going to be the one who has 60% Drew Locke, not you. No, but we... Any team that we draft on my account, you have 50% of and vice versa. This is still part sure. of my portfolio. <laughs> okay. I mean, I thought we were moving it to my account so it wouldn't technically qualify as part of your portfolio. I thought that was the whole logic. Don't push it, Casey. This is already <laughs> too much as is. Do not push it. This is not a negotiation. I don't think anybody should take true lock. You should wait until the 18th round for him to go to this team like he rightfully deserves. <laughs> All right. Let's see here. Where are we going to go? I mean, Matthew Stafford's right there for us too. Trey Lance. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting pivots here. What does Dobby have? He has the Burrow and Chase stack. That's nice. Swift and Chubb. I like that team from Dobby there through four. Yeah. All right. Young, young I, I mean, we definitely should grab Stafford here, right? Yeah, I think so. Because we're going, we're going upside. So let's take the floor and Matthew Stafford. We'll take the upside with Jared Goff and Drew Locke. Yeah, I mean, if we're taking Cooper Cup at pick 102 
and he has even 80% of what he did last year, you know, Stafford's going to have another good year. So I don't mind that. And then what are you feeling for this pick at nine two? I mean, I think we need to get more receivers in. I don't know, but I love a lot of them. Um, Christian Watson's ADP is, is soaring up by the way. It's, it's almost to a price. I actually think it's already at a price. I'm not comfortable with. I'd, I'd rather take Romeo dubs, uh, later at this point. I mean, yeah, Watkins is there too. Like, I feel like that's something that gets forgotten a good amount. Um, I don't mind taking Robert Woods here cause we didn't get Burks. Hmm. Yeah, I probably would take Claypool. This is where we go back to the Dusty Vets thing. Um, this is your brand, so I'll let you take the Dusty Vet. Thank you. I, look, the Dusty Vet runs good routes. He's in an offense with a QB who's... Uh, did you read the Ryan Tannehill quotes, by the way? Like, yeah, I don't know what's going like, on there, he's man. In a, he's in a bad place. Yeah, I mean, and to be clear, you know, we, we do talk a lot of the show about <laughs> mental health stuff and certainly him going to therapy for whatever. Like, kudos to him for doing that. But also does him being a shithead like, about, about Malik Willis and going, it's not my job to mentor him. I hope he learns some things along the way. And Kurt Warner, like, I guess, went on the uh, went on whatever show that he does regularly and was venting about it a little bit, too. And, you know, saying that, like, it's not it's not his job to mentor him, but, like, that's what you do and you're paying it forward for other QBs and all that. And it's, it's a tough look for Ryan Tannehill. It wouldn't shock me at this point if he just kind of flamed out of the team early in the season. Yeah. Um, I, I feel really bad for him because, you know, it, on the one hand, you're like, hey, you're a professional. It's a cutthroat dog eat dog league. Um, it's a what have you done for me lately league. On the other hand, he clearly took that playoff loss incredibly hard. And then on top of it, the communications between the organization and him with the Malik Willis pick, with the trading away A.J. Brown, him not knowing about that, hearing about it on Twitter. Like, I can understand how these things are stacking up um, and leaving him in a pretty dark place where you're like, oh, not only do you now have a quarterback breathing down my neck, all the rhetoric is you can move on from my contract next year. Oh, but on top of that, you're going to trade away my best weapon as well. So I, I get it. It's, it's tough um, from that perspective. Yeah. And, and he also is a guy that gets a lot of the blame and not a lot of the credit for the good times, even though last year they did, you know, hold on to that one seed, even though um, didn't work out the best room in the playoffs, like they got there. And that's certainly, you got to give a good amount of credit to him, despite whatever failings that offense has the fact too, that he was without Julio Jones for large stretches that year, without AJ Brown for stretches, without any quality tight end play for a while, also without Derrick Henry. So like, there's a lot of ways that Ryan Tannehill, you could certainly get why uh, he'd be frustrated, but I just you feel like you got to quit yourself better when you're like a, a 10 plus year vet in the league league like you just gotta be able to manage the media better at this point rather than throwing out quotes that just make you look like an asshole yeah well and that's how you know he's in such a dark place like if he's you know in, anyone from a pr perspective would be like bro <laughs> cut that out this this isn't a good look but it's almost like he's in such a bad place mentally that he's not even able to self-censor himself right now and of course, if you're tuning in for the first time here for whatever reason on Splash Play, make sure you join us here. Subscribe to Peach channel. Subscribe to the Splash Play channel as well because we're putting out clips. We're putting out the new episodes Mondays and Fridays. And Pete, we're going to be doing a lot of best ball mania drafts as well as they are going to watch some football movies at some point in the June period of things that starts to slow down a little bit more. So lots of fun things coming here on the Splash Play show as part of the, the Peter Overs at Media Empire. Wow. Is that what the suits are calling it? The VP of content? The Peter Overs at Media Empire? Well, I, I feel like Splash Play is the least part of that. That's just like, we're like a, we're a mercenary. He'll go anywhere. <laughs> Throws us a couple bucks to put on a show. Wow. Available for hire.
We do birthday parties. We'll come draft a Best Ball Mania 3 team at your child's birthday party. We'll poorly size a screen for your, your child's... If you can't get Spider-Man, come get me fumbling with StreamYard at your child's draft. I can't wait to see what you do with the reels uh, for, for today's episode. Oh, God. I'm... I'm terrified. I honestly don't even want to look at the clips, Pete, because I feel like I'm going to cringe at how bad I was at managing it, even though I, like, I have no reason to be good at it. Like you do this every day, you know, sometimes multiple times a day. Me, I'm just coming in here. I just come in with, you know, the genius kind of brain power, you know. Uh, you had me until you said genius. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Look, I see no yellow. Everyone is pissed <laughs> so much yellow that there is no more le yellow left on the board. I mean, we're down to Devontae Parker territory. Um. Oof. So uh, assuming we are not doing yellow here, um, what do you what do you like in Spags? Not a lot. Um, Rashad Penny, I feel like is an okay pick to leverage against. Here's an idea. Walker. Just tossing out ideas. We could set up a, a Tua Gesicki stack. All right, do it. Do it then. We got seconds left. All right. Oh man, but now we're not going to get Goff and Lock. I mean, relax. <laughs> um, yeah, I, th I think we're good uh, with the two QB build. And this was all part of my master plan. Uh, I, I think we still, we could still go with a three QB build with golf. I think that's perfectly fine. Also passing on Waddle was really a faux pas at this point too. Well, someone tried to tell you that. <laughs> well, I didn't know we were going to end up with Tua. Well, that was always the destiny. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I got to learn how to do stream yards. So I can actually run the drafts. Yes, this is what all of this is actually me teaching Spags a lesson. And it's like you either figure out how to fucking adjust your browser window or I will hijack your team. <sighs> I, I think it's the PC. I think it's just like it's confusing. This is, a, this is just, you know, a gaming streaming PC, Pete. It's not meant for, you know, live. Your your it's a gaming PC that's, you know, optimized to have all kinds of pixels and movement and stuff, but you can't adjust a fucking browser window on it. No, I mean, look, the browser window is as big as it was going to get. I don't know what to tell you. It's a oh big browser God. window. You're killing me. Uh, Logan loves the content. You guys are killing it. I'm like 15 minutes behind. Hey, look, we appreciate anybody tuning in for the first time here. Um, and then, or whatever, however many times it is, we appreciate you guys for being here. And of course, Mondays and Fridays at 2.30, we're doing the show every, every Monday and Friday. So come hang out with us and we'll find something football related to talk about one way or another. We're going to settle into Fridays as our draft stream, right? I mean, I don't mind doing two a week for a period here while we still get, while people are curious. Yeah, I mean, they're always curious. <laughs> they're all curious on the inside. <laughs> it, some of them, I think, have told me they're bi-curious. <laughs> Ooh, bike. So that means they like best ball and also dynasty or <laughs> redraft. <laughs> Um, I, I wouldn't mind doing another one on Monday, though, because like clearly the USFL has not won us over. We wanted it to. We talked about it on a Monday show. We wanted it so bad. Well, I don't think we need to force the USFL if we could just do best ball drafts and have as good of a time. Yeah, I mean, you had me until you said as good of a time. Um, you're making a lot of assumptions on how good of a time I'm having. <laughs> I think you're having a great time. <laughs> uh can your balance take two times a week, Spags? <laughs> no, I'm going to have to be re-upping. I'm going to have to get uh, maybe Big Underdog can kick me a few bucks. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm telling you, I'm going to drop a little allowance. I'm going to send you $25 every week, a little stipend, a little stimmy for Spags to top off his Underdog account for my shares. 
I mean, also, if I draft Drew Locke, I get $25 from you. So that, you know, that funds it too. <laughs> I missed this. You said on Mondays and Fridays, we stream on Mondays and Fridays. <laughs> because you got to really cement. That's the thing about promotion that people don't know. Like if it feels like a lot for you to promote, yeah, if you say the same thing twice on both ends of the sentence, that's like really promoting hard. People catch it on both sides. Yeah, no, that is the thing about promoting is um, if you say it at the top and then you say it at the end, you're kind of hitting it over the head and it's actually more effective. And that's the thing about promoting. <laughs> it is. The, it's always what I've said the thing about promoting is. Uh, Bullock asking if I'm dipping into Luca's college fund. Uh, no, but he did in fact get one set up by my lovely brother-in-law. So he's got one. And uh, that 529 plan, Pete, going to be racking up money until it goes into the underdog account. Wow. Wow. That's kind of sad. You had to rely on your brother-in-law to set up the college account. Down that was his gift for Luca's birth. Okay. Yeah, so that okay. was, we have the passwords to be clear. We're not just letting him go willy-nilly with the money, but he's a lawyer. So, you know, you got to trust lawyers for things. Can you imagine, can you imagine if this was the two million <laughs> right here? The Luca College Fund was NBA best ball and how fucking poorly that ran down the stretch. Did you, did you not advance? What, what stage is it now? Have you advanced any? Um, I mean, I'm out now, but I got into like round three and then it was just like I was hanging on by a thread because of all the injuries and guys the scheduling did not work out. I had a lot of two game weeks and then guys, DeJounte Murray sitting a lot down the stretch was not great. Um, NBA best ball, like easy to draft a good team, hard to draft a tournament winning team is what I've discovered in that process. Yeah, it's uh, I, I did some of the playoff ones. I didn't I didn't do too many of the uh, the season long. I only yeah. have bandwidth to thought lead in so many areas spags and i've had to sacrifice nba season long basketball all right we are back on the clock here oh i mean i say i say we go we commit to the three qb build with golf and we take dj chark here hmm i do like george pickens a lot but there isn't the greatest pathway to playing time for him right now um so i'll support dj chark all right also, did anyone ever take me up on my Drew Locke bounty? <laughs> Not yet. I mean, it's wow. also still too early to do it. I, I literally told this is how okay, let's back this up and look at the implication here, Spags. I told someone they can free roll this entire draft by taking Drew Locke. And no one has taken me up on it yet. That's how bad he is. Um, all right, who do you want? Um, I would, you know. I'm okay taking taking Pickens or Hardman here. Um, I feel like Hardman, we didn't take Sky Moore, so I think there's some logic in taking Hardman. Um, okay, let's take let's take Hardman, and then I think we need to um, then swing back toward running backs. Okay, that's fine. Isaiah Spiller, you could have made a case for too, because there is certainly a pathway to him getting playing time, which is why I've had him. If you saw my exposures earlier in the stream, uh, I got a little bit of Isaiah Spiller because. I think if Eckler gets hurt somehow, Spiller is probably going to be the beneficiary. <laughs> Drew Locke's so bad. Paul can't waste one of his 150 shots to free roll it. The disrespect, like me and Drew Locke are going to get together and have a Patrick Laird style friendship just because of the fact that we're the only people who believe in Drew Locke right now. I mean, Paul, you took Daniel Jones. I mean, what's the difference between Daniel Jones and Drew Locke? Let's be honest. <laughs> I mean, the difference is that the current coaching regime wanted Drew Locke. <laughs> it doesn't seem to be the case for Daniel Jones. Also, Spags, tell me if this is a dick move. I thought that I put a really compelling offer out there that no one has taken advantage of. I feel like if if it's not scooped up by the end of round 13, I'm, I'm taking it off the table. Well, I mean, they're not going to take him early. Like, they would take him in the draft, potentially, but they wouldn't take him now. No, but my whole point was, like, take him early 
and we can all have some ha ha's and you free roll the draft. And now they're, now they're playing a game of chicken with my goodwill and they're going to get an okay value on him. Well, you didn't give the qualifier that they had the draft like immediately. You just said that I, had to be I assumed, I assumed someone would be like, Oh my God, I can free roll this. Yeah. They know they could free roll it in round 17. God. <laughs> yeah. Let's see Corbin saying that wasn't the deal, sir. Or Corbin Welsh, of course saying that wasn't the deal, sir. <laughs> a man never backs out on what he says earlier on a stream. <laughs> Your disclaimers are not quite as valid as you thought, Peter. No take backs for you, Peter. <laughs> Give me my 25 quid imminently. I'll draft him in the 19th round like Spags is able to do. <laughs> in fairness, there were 20 rounds for a period. <laughs> it's just not for Best Ball Mania 3. <laughs> oh my God. I could see Hawkbird setting it up. He went Noah Fant. Hawkbird is going to take Drew Locke here. I can feel it. I can feel it. Do I'm it, sad Hawkbird. Fans gone. 25 buckaroos to pull the trigger on Drew Locke. Fall on the grenade, the free roll grenade. Do it, Hawkbird. I dare you. He's a grinder. You can tell by the badge. Does he want to waste one of his 150 bullets on a free roll? No! <laughs> What are you doing? He's probably just showing a little love for Ryan Tannehill. We talked about how he's in a dark place. He needs that support more than ever. So I get it. Good, good move. Do by you know Hopper. who's now in a dark place? Me. <laughs> With Drew Locke. Oh, there we go. Who did it? KZ. KZ. KZ way over ADP doing it. It's a lockdown. That's sweet $25. Congratulations to KZ Brown. And also congratulations to him on winning a million dollars. What's weird is I feel like I've Venmoed Casey for something before as well. Casey, have traffic, I sent you money before? Um, I swear I've Venmoed Casey before. Oh, I think he won. He'll remind me. Casey, send me a Venmo request for $25 at Peter Dash Overset. Everyone send Pete requests for $25 no. right now. <laughs> yeah, Casey won a free roll before. I know I've Venmoed you. I've Venmoed Casey more than some of my lifelong friends. I mean, free rolls are inherently plus EV, so kudos to Casey. He's the one guaranteed winner on the stream. It's very nice. It's very nice. I mean, Hawkberg, though, really fumbled that. Like, you're not only getting a free roll boost, but you're getting the Noah Fant correlation boost. Just a, a rare miss by Hawkberg. We don't know that Hawkberg's in the chat, though. He could be an independent. You know, no, watch that. No, we know. See, I think it. I think Aaron's Hawkberg. Remember, Aaron was the one who. Oh. Uh, yeah. I I now work under the assumption that everyone's watching live. They always find a way to come out of the woodwork. It honestly, probably is an advantage for them. Um, I think we should I, take Algier. Yep, that's what I was going to say. Okay. Or as I called him the other day, Algier, and I'll continue to think it in my head every time I see his name. Not not in any slur way. I just thought that was how it was pronounced. Yes, please just rein it in, Spags. Um, all right. For this next pick, I think we're, I think we're still looking at running back. Hmm. I like any of these top three guys. Um, not Marlon Mack, not number four. Sorry, Marlon, you're done. Um. Oh, yeah. Um. I. I mean, Heinz or Herbert are gen generally who I prefer. I would say Heinz. I always like getting the the chance that things go bad for Taylor. 
you always like that. You love rooting against players. Sure. I love rooting for players injuries specifically. That's what the one thing I do loudly on social media too, is always what I'm striving for. Yeah. Treat these Bounty. players like commodities. Is what I say. <laughs> it's time to buy Spags a lock jersey. Maybe I'll get him a Drew Lock jersey, Seahawks, but it says Luca on the back. I mean, it's same amount of letters. I think that'd be sweet. Or just a baby Drew Lock jersey, and then Luca will have an inexplicable rooting <laughs> interest in Drew Lock for his entire life, and he's going to be buying in on the dip. Buy the dip. BTD. Yeah. BTFD. I, I really do think, though, like, I think you guys are treating Drew Locke like there's a 0% chance he's going to be useful, and there's at least, like, a 5% chance. That What you just said is incredibly fair, but you've been treating him like there's a 110% chance he's successful. That's the issue. I've been treating him like there's a 40% chance, Pete. You saw my exposure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did it feel like I had broken into your house and was going through your laundry uh, when I when I did that? And honestly, because I hadn't even looked at my exposures. I was just kind of drafting. Like the Josh Palmer thing is more alarming to me. Like I think he was good last year, but I shouldn't have 80% Josh Palmer in five entries. No, you shouldn't. Uh, Willis, you're going to want to watch this one back from the start. It's been a royal shit show. <laughs> Our accountant's TL not here. Everything goes to shit without him. That's how, I always, how it always the is TL This is the TLDR, Willis. Uh, Spags couldn't figure out how to size a browser window, <laughs> so I had to hijack his account. He had to send me his password. We had to verify the unknown location for me to get into the draft, get this stream back in order. Then he made me take DK Metcalf over Jalen Waddle, which ruined a future to a stack. And then I tried to pay people to draft Drew Locke, and they refused to do it. Is that a good summary? I think that's helpful. Now I know where to clip. Clip at the 52-minute mark. <laughs> <laughs> Summed up pretty well. I can tell what Casey's doing. He's trying to get me to give him $25 to take Will Disley. I'm not falling for that. <laughs> I mean, Drew Locke, you could stack with DS Bridge. We talked about he's still available. There's a couple of draft picks that I don't remember the names of that are also available. <laughs> Seahawks. Willis, I just saw your message in Discord. You said you almost paid $10 for in-flight Wi-Fi to try to be in it. I... Willis, I would have paid. I mean, I gave KZ $25. I would have paid $10 for your in-flight Wi-Fi. Should that be the splash play promise? We will play pay for your in-flight Wi-Fi if you promise to watch the entire stream and leave a bunch of comments. <laughs> I think we would lose money on that over the course of time, but it's a more ethical way of buying love than I think like if you were to buy a bunch of bots. That's right. Oh, Bo Melton. Yeah, you can take Bo Melton. Rucker sensation, Melton. Bo Melton. Bo Melton, Bo problems is what I've always said. Bo Melton said, I'm a very versatile player. I could be used anywhere. Could be used on special teams. So <laughs> it's a good sign for taking a wide receiver, but he's talking about being on special teams right away. Joshua, you're out of luck. No splash plays on Sundays. No, we're it's not making Lord's an episode Day. to give away money. It's foolish. Mm -hmm. All right, Spags. Let's look at our structure here since we now have, what do we have? Three more picks left? Yeah, three more picks left. We have a 2472 build. We have committed to this Jared Goff triple stack. So we're going to add him, which leaves us with two other picks. One of them definitely should be uh, a wide receiver, or uh, sorry, a running back. And then I think we could make the decision if we want to go with a six running back build or an eight wide receiver build. I, I think either would be justifiable. Yeah, I, I think the running backs, first of all, we did, I think, despite whatever stereotyping you gave of me and Dusty running backs, pretty young RB room we have here. We do. It's very young. 
And I, I'd like to say that's my influence. (laughs) I adapt my strategies when they don't work. I immediately pivot for them. And like, look, I will have zero shares of Mike Davis's ERP. That's my promise to everybody out there. I have a, I have a, I have a, uh, a running, another young running back. I'm going to pound the table for here. Is it Kyron? No, uh, actually there, there's a couple that I'd be willing to take. I do really think right now, I really think that optimal strat again, depend, like if you go hyper fragile running back and you use three of your first four picks on a running back, then this doesn't apply. But like in zero RB builds, anchor builds, like grabbing these rookies now, um, not all of them are going to hit. Not all of them are going to get news bumps over the summer, but the ones that do are going to shoot up in a big way. So, um, I, Brian Robinson just went, he was on my Raiders. Amir White goes, I'm fine taking Tyrion Davis price here. I mean, will anyone be shocked? Um, if something positive happens with him in the 49ers backfield and they use pretty decent capital on him. All right, let's take the flyer. I'm okay with it. I think Robinson to me is a little more live just because I think there's still a floor there of him getting, you know, red zone work and getting, you know, kind of those easy touchdowns that I uh, used to go Gibson's way. But like in terms of upside and just the potential of being a bell cow back, like price probably has it more. Yeah. Um, and now we are back on the clock. Should we, uh, I think we but, lock up our, our QB three. We committed to this with Goff. Yeah. I think we have to take Jared Goff here. Now he's a hot commodity. Everybody's going to try to do it just to be mean to us. And we won't allow it this time, Pete. Yeah. Oh, tops, tops, Nat, you're pissed that I got you on Tyrion Davis price. Suck it. Uh, let's see. Uh, Modog saying I'm late, but it's funny. The love for lock. I hear Spag say Seattle wanted him, but Denver beat writers said Denver forced him on Seattle as part of the package. <laughs> well, you know, Pete Carroll's now digging that hole publicly. And I feel like you can't, they back a guy publicly. Like, I, I don't know. That's got to count for something. I think I heard it was consensual. <laughs> That's true. I heard they shared a couple of sangrias and they had a No, nice okay. I knew I should never take us down that analogy. I immediately regretted it. I knew how to do it tastefully and Spags was going to push it. B. Carroll was just making out with John Elway, talking a little bit about playing with each other's hair, talking about Drew Locke. Getting roofied is really the only way to explain someone willingly taking Drew Locke. Oh, no, that's inappropriate, Pete. I, I don't want to stand for that I kind of content it. on my show. Delete it. Remove it. Um, anyway, Drew Locke is going to be great. I think we can all. That's if I'm going to put any bow on this stream, Pete. And really, this is going to be the thing we talk about every draft stream, isn't it? That I just, I'm going to defend Drew Locke against all comers. I'll defend the wall of Drew Locke. Yeah, I apologize. I apologize. Um, all right, Spags, what position do you want to go for our last pick? Like I said, I think we can go running back or wide receiver. Uh, let me see our wide receivers again on the on the grid. Yeah. We have for the listeners at home: Cooper Cup, DK Metcalf, Terry McLaurin, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Homer, Robert Woods, Old DJ Chark, Lions Triple Stack, Miko Hardman, the Arbitrage MVS. Um, I'm never going to be opposed to Byron Pringle. I still think he's a little undervalued. Um, Justin Ross, I've seen smart people take as another lever against uh, against Sky Moore. I, I have one that I might throw out here, although he might be gone. I'm trying to think, are there any other double stacks we can round out, right? Because we have the the Goff mega stack. Tua, we just have with Gesicki. Stafford, we just have with Cup. Are there any ancillary Rams? You Cedric or... Wilson. Is, is Wilson available? Yep. I like, I like that for this build. I could live with it. I think that plays at least against conceptually not taking Waddle. 
I also don't mind Pringle. That's fine too. Now, I feel like the stacking mini stacks, I think, are always going to be a value add. And, um, and I just, also, I think too, like, well, <laughs> no Romeo dubs. Romeo dubs, baby. We call him Romeo W around here because what he's W's in the chat because, <laughs> because W stands for dubs. Uh, I like Cedric Wilson though, because I think if we were to do like drafting, like we're right, it would be like, Oh, we drafted like we're right because we passed on Waddle still took Tua, and then still took another receiver. Don't give Spags any, No, ideas. I will not draft Josh Reynolds. It is logical though with Jared Goff, but not, not logical. Cause I don't think he's going to make the roster. Let's just see, because we're not going to take a running back. This is what we're going to do. Spags. We're both going to look at these available running backs. And on the Ooh. count of three, we're both going to say the running back we would take if we were taking a running back. Do you have your answer? Yes. All right. I'm going to count it down. So it's going to go three, two, one. And then after one, we say it. All right. Okay. Three, two, one. Dearness Johnson. Oh. Hassan Haskins. Wow. Mm-hmm. The Derrick Henry replacement. The one-to-one potential Derrick Henry replacement. The one-to-one. I'm a, the Dearness Johnson stuff, like I keep, hearing just some little trade wins they might get out from under uh cream hunt there and uh dearness johnson was pretty good and he would be your similar one for one um i think we take cedric wilson though yeah i said last get that double stack with tua i um for everything we said spags for everything we did i don't mind this you can you can rename the team whatever you please I don't know where you're going when I saw Mexit being typed out. I was like, oh God, is this where Pete loses it? Three can't run off to Mexico because Pete. There we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I have to rename my other ones too, so I know now not to overlap. Um, let's see. You got you guys want you guys want sauce. I don't have <clears throat> I gotta get going here, guys. I have uh and it's th- there's been a quirk right now with the drafts when they end, when I click full draft, this was happening to me uh, on my account, not just Spags's. I couldn't see them. So once once they get that fixed out, we can do some more saucing. Mike says, uh, do you have insight on when the puppies are coming? So I don't have any specific insight, but I have intuitive reasoning, which is they just launched BBM3. They want there to be a sense of momentum here. They want this to breathe a little bit on the site. And I assume once they get to some benchmarks with where it's fill, uh, it's fill rate, then they'll feel more comfortable releasing some lower bottom ones. So that, that's just would be my, my guess. And they want me to waste twenty nine hundred more dollars on this, and then then they can release the tournament that does actually maybe have a little more value for everybody out there. But go play an underdog with us. Use the promo code Splash. They'll double your deposit up to one hundred dollars. We're gonna be doing these drafts uh, a couple times a week, I think, for now to start, and then we'll maybe ramp down a little bit at some point in the off season here. But uh, we'll do one on Monday just because I think the enthusiasm is in the air. Drew Lock Mania sweeping the nation. So go play an underdog. Use the promo code Splash. Double your deposit up to one hundred dollars. Also go to Football Outsiders. Again, the football concept doesn't stop over there. They're previewing veterans who took the biggest hits from the NFL draft, rookies that stand to benefit the most. Also talking about draft grades, report cards of all the draft report cards out there, which I thought was a pretty interesting piece of content. So again, stuff just going on there. If you care about football, if you watch a show like this one, go check out Football Outsiders and just spend some time reading articles and getting prepared for when football is going to kick into full steam this summer. Pete, what are your plugs? I'm sure there's a USFL rundown coming up in a few hours. I actually just hopped into another BBM three draft on your account. Uh, <laughs> having a blast. Uh, 
No, what am, what is what am I doing? I, I'm working on some other videos uh, this weekend. Uh, I'm gonna have uh, some coming out here over the next uh, few weeks that I'm excited about. But otherwise, just usual programming. I'll be back on Monday morning for uh, my best ball breakfast stream. So I will be eating best balls for both breakfast and for my afternoon snack on Splash Play. So uh, yeah, excited for best ball summer. Yeah, subscribe to the Peach channel, subscribe to the Splash Play channels. We'll be back Monday, 2.30 Eastern for that best ball draft, as well as catching up on any NFL news that may come out over the weekend. Follow at Chris Spags, follow at Peter Overset. Damn it, follow at Peter Overset. Follow at Splash. <laughs> I Look, that was a fair one, I think, of all the mistakes I've made on this stream. Follow at Splash Play Pod so you can see whenever there's a new episode out and some of the clips that we're going to start putting out there. So go check that out and uh, resize your streams appropriately. We know that's not my account based on the number that's we lied. We logged out. We logged out. We'll be back Monday. Enjoy your weekends, guys, and uh, enjoy the USFL question mark. Bye.